I'm Doug Beecham. Thank you for joining me as we continue in this podcast, our conversation about preaching. The last podcast, we took time to focus on the importance of reading, particularly reading the Bible and reading with prayer. Not simply reading the Bible with prayer, although that's obviously uh, the most important thing, but when you're reading other things, such as you're reading a theology section or a commentary or a biography of, of somebody's life that's an inspiration to you, that, that you, something that reaches out to your heart, you pause and ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you. This is particularly true about your own personal reading. Let me share something with you that I've tried to do uh, as consistently as possible through the years that I learned a number of years ago. I learned that you could divide the Psalms into uh, the blocks of time that over the month you could read all 150 Psalms. It required taking a little bit of time each, either morning or evening or both, to read those Psalms but then also taking time to every day read a chapter of Proverbs. And in trying to exercise that discipline, I've found that there may be a portion of one of those Psalms or a verse or two verses out of a chapter of the of a proverb of, 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 of Proverbs that would really sort of stand out to me for that particular day and to make the effort to maybe memorize that and let that stay in my, in my brain for that day, in, in my thought pattern. I'll candidly confess to you, I've not always been very good at doing that. But there are times when I'm more intentional about doing it, and I, I discover that when I, I do that, that there is there's some phrase or some word that God is speaking in my life if you happen to know biblical languages, for instance, you can, you can take a look deeper into that word or that phrase and give the Holy Spirit time to work in your own heart. This is really not even about sermon preparation. This is about being a follower of Jesus preparation. I wanna remind you of this, whether, whether like me, your assignment in life right now is to serve as, the, as a denominational executive or you're a pastor, or if you happen to be listening to this and, and you have a secular job, you, you're not really, quote, holding credentials in ministry, but you serve, you love Jesus. Before anything else we do, we are followers of Jesus. We're constantly being discipled so we can disciple others. And the, the most important way for us to be discipled is by the reading of God's word, God speaking into us, and I would encourage you as much as possible, if you can find somebody who will walk on that journey with you. Maybe it's your spouse, maybe, maybe it's a colleague, uh, some, a friend that you can, you can share that walk of discipleship with on a regular basis. Okay, let's move from that and let's start talking some about, uh, again, this task that all of us have of preaching on a week-to-week -week basis. For me, I don't preach anymore to the same congregation every Sunday. In fact, I, I'm, I'm at a different church every Sunday given, given the particular assignment of my life. But for you who are pastoring, 
you're preaching to the same group of people, hopefully some new people on a regular basis, but the same flock that's been given to you. That flock has a history. That flock has a future. You're with that flock, and you've got how many other you know, numbers of people are in there with you. You've got all their different stories of what they're going through on a week-to-week -week basis, and you have an assignment from God. You're called to feed those sheep. I can't help but think of that passage at the end of John, the Gospel of John, where Jesus comes to the Apostle Peter and he asks him three times, do you love me? And, it, and when Peter tells him, yes, I love you, Jesus comes back to him and he says to him, feed my sheep. Well, that's what we're called to do. Every week, whether it's in administrative work, whether it's in counseling, whether it's going to a hospital, speaking at a funeral, sitting down with somebody at lunch and, and listening to their story, being involved in discipleship, putting aside the time that we need in life to prepare for the, the public ministry of preaching. We are called to feed God's sheep. And we're not called to feed them with the latest fads. We're not called to feed them with what's popular in the world. We're called to feed them from the Word of God. God's Word is life, and that's what we're called to give. Now, how do you go about Sunday after Sunday with essentially the same people? How do you go about giving them a balanced diet from the Word of God? I'd, I'd struggled with that when I was younger. I'd felt the pressure of, in my case, preaching Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night, and the pressure of being prepared each time. I began to learn, and really sort of began to, to learn this when I was a seminary student, and then applied it when I became a senior pastor uh, of the Franklin Springs Pentecostal Holiness Church, the campus church for Emmanuel College, had actually already begun to do it under the mentorship and ministry of Reverend, the late Reverend Carl Campbell at the Ray of Hope Pentecostal Holiness Church in Richmond, Virginia, because Carl had an understanding of the liturgical calendar. In fact, we would use that calendar while I was a seminary student at this church in Richmond, Virginia. So I carried that forward with me. Most of us sometimes in the Pentecostal Holiness Church, we don't think of ourselves as being liturgical. Well, there's a sense in which we are. Our, our roots are Wesleyan. And John Wesley was an Anglican, and he knew the liturgical calendar. And there's nothing wrong with us using the liturgical calendar as a way of thinking about feeding God's flock uh, a, a, the full diet of the Word of God. In fact, most of you do it anyway. You do it at Christmas, you do it at Easter, uh, hopefully you do it at Pentecost, and you may not be formally thinking about it like that, but there's a sense in which we naturally do it anyway. Well, I wanna begin talking to you. We have, we have about three or four more minutes in this podcast, so I wanna start in this podcast talking to you about the liturgical calendar and your preaching, give you some hints about that, some direction to it, and then in the next podcast, we're going to continue this conversation. The church year does not begin on January the 1st. The church year begins the end of November, early December, with what is called Advent.
And Advent has as its focus the first coming of Jesus. It has the prophecies of his coming, the fulfillment of his coming. And by extension, it has an understanding of his second coming. So when you are thinking about your preaching this year in terms of Advent, in terms of the Christmas season, I want you to begin thinking about that now. You're going to hear this podcast the end of August or early September. I'd, this is not too early to start thinking about the four Sundays of Advent that lead to Christmas Sunday. You can start to look at passages in Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 7, Isaiah chapter 9. Isaiah chapter 11, for instance, all of these passages. You can look at uh, uh, passages in Micah that talk about that thou, the, that thou Bethlehem, though thou be least of all the tribes, etc. There are numerous other passages that you can use in, in the prophets and even in Torah that you can use that tie you into the birth of Jesus. Those naturally tie you into the New Testament. And they connect you into John chapter 1, for instance. They connect you into Matthew chapter 1, with the focus, interestingly enough, there on the genealogy of Jesus, a great passage, by the way, to talk about how God was at work in the lives of women in that genealogy uh, in in very difficult circumstances of some of those women, that God was nonetheless at work in that, in that family line of coming to the Messiah. In particular, at the end of Matthew 1, you can focus on Joseph. The, Joseph, as we know, was the husband of Mary, the mother of Jesus. Now, Joseph is not Jesus' father. Jesus is conceived by the Holy Spirit, but he grows up with Joseph as, as an earthly father. And the righteous character of this man is, is described in a powerful way in the latter part of Matthew chapter one. I encourage you to study that because you find over and over again how God reveals himself to Joseph. And, and this is a righteous man in his relationship with Mary, in, in his relationship with this son, that in essence becomes his adopted son. And th this is a wonderful way to talk about how one hears God. Uh, you find that uh, discussed in a powerful way in, in the latter part of Matthew chapter one. Well, our time is just about up on this. We're gonna come back to some more of this in the next podcast. So I hope you'll listen to next week's podcast because we're gonna continue talking about how do you prepare to preach for Advent. Thanks for listening. God bless you.